I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a football Friday. And right now, let's go out to the Roman guest line here joining us and joining us on video as well. If you're watching on Twitch, we love it. Sports betting analyst for FTN Bets, host of Touchdown Town and Dog Day Afternoon with Bets Media. His name is Joe Galat. He joins us right now to discuss, well, all of week 13, maybe a little NBA later on. Uh, Jill, let's start with last night. Cowboys win that game over the Saints. They cover the spread. Um, the Cowboys defense keeps making plays, but what's your take on what's going on with Dallas right now? They're obviously the big favorites to win the NFCs. I think they're going to win that division without much of a sweat. Do you still see Dallas as a true Super Bowl contender? It doesn't feel the same the last three or four weeks with them. Sure. Yeah. Well, first, I want to thank both the Joes and Aaron bringing me back on the show today. Um, I'm probably the most pragmatic Cowboys fan of all time. Like as far as like the glass half empty, like I'm sitting here at eight and four and I'm not impressed. Like I've just seen too many bad losses on the docket. Um, I feel like a lot of the time the defense, especially after we started six and one was getting maybe a little too much credit for the turnovers, which a lot of the time is, I kind of want to call it like incidental luck. Like it was kind of like sometimes just right place, right time more so than being strategically in the right place. Uh, so again, we beat a, a reeling Saints team that was starting a gadget player at quarterback with tons of injuries. We still got four divisional games left. So like if Washington wins this week versus Las Vegas, next week's game in week 14 in Washington is very, I'm very nervous about that game because then it's only two game difference and we still have to play them twice. We have the Eagles again to cap off the season. We have the Giants as well. I'm not really loving uh i feel like of course like at eight and four it would be a a huge collapse if we were to not win the division at this stage i say we like the cowboys um but at this point from a super bowl aspiration standpoint i still have them about one maybe even two rungs below uh the packers and buccaneers in the nfc uh i still think that they're even a run in arizona too right yeah, 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 like that's what I was going to say, even a run below yeah. Arizona as well, uh, and the Rams even to uh, to a lesser extent. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at right now is that I still can't see them being better than the fourth, maybe fifth best team in their own conference. So uh, I don't love it. Now, obviously, I'll be very excited if we get to be able to host a playoff game, but going on the road to potentially like beat the Packers at Lambeau or the Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium, 
that's just to me that just seems like a very high hurdle to jump over um again i will be the first person to say i was wrong <laughs> and and gloat about how happy i am that it happens but yeah i mean at this point i'm just kind of hoping to get into the playoffs everybody's healthy we can maybe get a win at home and then let's see where it goes but at that point i still need to see like if it's not the nfc championship game to me the season was a disappointment remember last year at this time bucks are seven and five I know. I know. <laughs> well, and, I st- I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid on the Tom Brady uh, MVP race here right now. Oh, yeah. um, the one thing that I will say, though, too, Joe, is the Cowboys. Do you know who I've actually been getting a little more like initially I was a little bit hesitant to even think about a rookie in the spot. But I've been thinking about Micah Parsons for defensive player of the year. Uh, pretty much right after this game, he's still sitting yeah. at 25 to one at some sports books to win defensive wow. player of the year. Um, you saw some of those stats that ESPN was throwing out last night about that he could be the first player since James Harrison to have 10 sacks and 100 tackles in a season. Like Harrison did it in 2008, one defensive player of the year, was all pro in 2010. And then they threw out that even more uh, Landers stat that if he got the 14 sacks and 100 tackles, he'd be the first player since Bruce Smith in 1993. Like that's not just a light name to throw around. So Again, five games left. A lot could happen. You still have Trayvon Diggs, who obviously split some votes. But you can see the narrative in the media. Everybody loves Micah Parsons. And he just keeps yeah. playing at an unreal level, no matter what position he's playing at. So I'd be considering that maybe for a futures uh, pick uh, for 25-1 to 1 at Micah Parsons. That, that's not terrible. I, I would never make the case that an offensive rookie could take down the MVP. But defensively, can he get past Garrett? The other thing, and you mentioned his teammate Diggs possibly stealing some votes. He's been terrible in coverage. So mm-hmm. I, I think that narrative has started to flip. It's been a while since, you know, he had that run of turnover. So maybe that that's an interesting angle there. Uh, as far as this weekend, much yeah. larger spreads than we saw a week ago. What what stands out? If it's a couple, that's cool, too. Favorite uh, Favorite side for week 13? Sure. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite side is Chargers money line this week against the Bengals. Um, I I have three money line underdogs that I really like this week. All kind of are in uh, rank. I would say it would start with the Chargers, and then you would go with the Patriots money line as the number two. And Joe, I apologize. Jets money line against the Eagles. We could talk about that, and you can rip me apart about why I think wow. that. But it, again, it's just more of the circumstance more so than than whether or not I think the Jets are a better team than the Eagles. Um, but so let's start with the Chargers. I think we're really overrating the Bengals. Like if you look at the like who they've beaten this year, it's maybe the top teams that they've beaten are AFC North teams. Like when they're playing outside of their division, they're not as sharp. I mean, we just watched two weeks ago, even as well against the Bengals, where they just got run over. Like it was a forty-one to fourteen game at home. Uh, you know, they beat up on the Steels, Steelers, but I don't feel like beating up the Steelers this year should be rewarded like the way that it has been in years past, the way that we would rate wins. And I just feel like they're maybe throwing us off the scent with what they, because again, Joe, we talked about this before coming on air, very comparable teams as far as their skill sets. And I think that if the Chargers can even be competent in stopping the run and being able to, I mean, easier said than done, to contain Joe Mixon. I feel like that secondary can make sure to keep kind of like T Higgins and Joe Mixon, like kind of off the uh, Jamar chase off the board. So uh, that's kind of the X factor here is of whether or not they can stop the run because so far this year, that that has not been the case. The Chargers have been one of the worst run defenses in the league. All right. Now, Joe, I apologize. You can cover yours or you could even, you know, tell me I'm not allowed on the show again ever after this. Um, I really think that the Jets money line is a sneaky home dog. 
just because of some of the weapons that they have that I think that can exploit that type of Eagles defense. Now, again, this is a big if because if Jalen Hurts is competent throwing the ball, this game is over in a hurry. But again, we just saw last week against the Giants defense that is, I, I want to say middle of the pack. They're not terrible, but they're not top five by any stretch. But they were really bad, especially in third down position. 0-2 on fourth down, three picks by Jalen Hurts as well. Um, the Chets have two pretty big home wins, in my opinion, over the Titans with a stronger Titans team at this point with Derrick Henry uh, beating the Bengals that we just referred to. Uh, as seven-point underdogs, I don't really feel like it's that far-fetched to think that they could win this game. Now, just kind of looking at a comparison situation of the Eagles, like when they went on the road to the Lions, they were only three-point favorites. They won by nearly 40 points. I think that if you use that barometer that we're kind of shortchanging the Jets, which, again, sounds crazy for me to even say it out loud, because I just feel like saying that the Lions are a significant rung below teams like the Jets and the Texans as far as who is the worst team in the NFL. So I just feel like the Jets' money line has a little bit of legs. Now, I wouldn't say to go drop like a Max Whale banger, like 1,000-unit play on it. But at the same time, if you just wanted to drop a unit on it and just see what happens, because I feel like this Jets money line, I don't feel like it's that far-fetched that they could win this week. Bet the bankroll all the Jets. You heard it. All of it. 100 (laughs) units. Whale. BTC. I love it. Put it all. I like your argument. Let's get to your specialty. Anytime sure. touchdown props. I'm so excited. I've tailed some of your bets. You've won me some money. So thank you, Jill, for that. What do you like this week? Yeah, Aaron, I've already actually locked in all my picks for week 13, but I'll give you guys a preview of my two favorites. Uh, first off, my favorite is Logan Thomas versus the Raiders at plus 275. So the, the Raiders... We just saw last week on Thanksgiving, they gave up two touchdowns to Cowboys tight ends. That would be Dalton Schultz and Sean McKeon. Sean McKeon is like a plus 1,400 long shot, crazy uh, bet. Uh, one of my buddies just put like two bucks on it and couldn't help but brag to me about his $28 win. Uh, but uh, So they've allowed eight <laughs> touchdowns to tight ends this season. Uh, that's 30th in the NFL. That's basically right behind the Chargers and right behind the Eagles. And uh, – Thomas has two touchdowns this season. He's been a fave target of Taylor Heineke pretty much when he's been in the lineup. First game back, he was uh, getting some red zone looks. He was six targets in the first game back. He played more snaps than, you know, Ricky Seals-Jones or John Bates. Uh, I expect that to ramp up Sunday. So at plus 275, uh, I feel like Logan Thomas, that's a sneaky, like, really good pick. I think that should be lower. Like, when I projected the odds, I had it at plus 180. So when I saw it at plus 275, I'm like, bank, I'm betting that right now. The next bet... Brandon Cooks, plus 260 versus the Colts. The Colts have allowed 17 touchdowns to wide receivers this season. That is the league worst. And they're much more competent offensively with Terod Taylor at quarterback. I think we've seen that already. Obviously, the loss to the Jets aside. But again, even just that win against the Titans, like just they're not not just being completely... uh... Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, egregious with some of the decisions and being able to kind of make, you know, move the chains. And so he has two touchdowns this year, 29 targets on 21 catches. I feel like Brandon Cooks against this team, especially if you just look at his workload that he's had against this Colts team since he's joined the Texans uh, last year and even this year, it's routinely 10 targets, nine targets, seven targets, but like all of them going for big gains. So for myself, I'm just kind of looking at it. It's like, this is a good opportunity because on the paper, you're looking at the Texans offense and you're like, why would I ever want to bank on somebody from that team? But at those odds, especially over plus 200 to get a wide receiver one, great spot. So those would be my two favorite this week. My favorite prop actually this week is from the Texans Colts. And it's Carson Wentz to throw an interception at plus 150. Uh, because if you look at that previous matchup, yeah, I know, Joe, you would obviously be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. A um, few tip balls against the Texans last time they played. A um, couple drops that were basically in their arms. What I always keep get shocked at is when I looked at the stats, the Texans are tied for third in interceptions this season with 14. Like they are feisty defensively, even if we get, again, we don't think about them as like, uh, you know, at a top five defense or this type of turnover uh, forcing machine. But again, 14 interceptions against a quarterback that has more than enough evidence on his, on his docket to show that he will sometimes make some silly mistakes. Um, I think that's worth taking, especially at plus odds. So those are my three favorite props going into week 13. Well, you sold me on Wentz. There's no doubt about that. Jill, uh, let me ask you about teasers because we've been talking about teasers all week. Last week was was just out. Sure. There were so many short spreads last week. You, you couldn't find a teaser if you tried. This week, there's a lot of touchdown or more lines that, that are teased, you know, certainly teasable. Vikings, Lions, Cardinals, Bears. Um, the, the Colts game is now kind of moved away from teaser teaser land. But Eagles, uh, you, I know you like the Jets. But your, your thoughts on teasers this week because there's a lot of games, touchdown or more, one way or the other. Sure. Yeah. The two, I mean, obviously stand out immediately, like obviously the Cardinals bears, uh, I think would might be a good spot to be able to get them down from minus seven and a half to minus a half, or even just tease it down to the money line. Uh, kind of like the, the Vikings uh, as well, from a teaser standpoint, I think a lot of the time when we look at that matchup, we think about how that game ended. And uh, I really feel like the, the Vikings probably should have lost if not lost, but like they gave that one away. Like they probably, whereas I feel like now playing again, that you're going to see 
the ineptness of the lines and they're going to basically roll them. So uh, I would look at those two parlayed as well. That's kind of what I was looking at from a teaser standpoint is of Arizona and Minnesota as a teaser option to be able to get that to plus money. Mm. Uh, let's flip over to the NBA. It's Friday cards are always fun, and we get a, a big matchup that we just saw the other day. I don't know if uh, that's where you're focused, Warrior Suns, or uh, anything else that really pops for tonight or this weekend. Well, for tonight, it's not as much because what I do, Joe, and you guys probably have noticed as well, I love to put three-point made props. Those are my favorite to do. You can get the best value for them based on the situation. The three players that I target routinely, are Pat Connaughton with the Bucks, Cameron Johnson with the Suns, and Robert Covington with the Blazers. The reason why I always bank on them is because of shot volume and location. So like each of these guys, over 70% of their total shots are from behind the arc. Like I don't play these props if you're going to play like Bradley Beal or Damian Lillard because those guys, even though they take a lot of threes, if you look at their shot totals in like a pie chart, for example, it, it's still over 50% shots from two. So automatically that's going to, put it down from my standpoint of feeling good to be able to bet on that. Um, so then it's very easy. You just cross-reference teams that are bottom 10 and opponent three-point makes and attempts. So like Grizzlies, Blazers, Pistons, Pelicans, Thunder, they all rank in the bottom uh, 10 uh, with uh, makes and, and attempts. Uh, so anytime that you can get a player that like the one and a half line and be able to take the over on that at plus money or even at minus 110 is kind of my cutoff for those. I do that all the time. And I mean, Cameron Johnson is like a perfect example of somebody that has just been routinely hitting two threes every game. Pat Connaughton, sports books have actually got smart with it now. I used to get him at one and a half all through the playoffs and even at the start of the season. Yeah. Now his line is at two and a half. And I still like it because over 80% of his shots are from three point range. So yeah, those are the guys that I would be paying attention to going into the weekend, especially Especially uh, tomorrow's matchup with the Bucks and, and Heat. Great stuff, Jill Gallant, Jill Gallant from FTM Bets uh, on the Roman guest line. Jill, we appreciate you hopping on. Good luck this weekend, and we'll chat soon. Thank you very much, Joe's. Thank you very much, Aaron. Have yourself a great weekend, and let's go have a winning week thirteen. Love it, Jill Gallant on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com/beckyall now to get fifteen dollars off. Your first month. That's getroman.com slash Beck. You all come up next. We'll dive more into week 13 in the NFL. We have line movement on a game that we've talked about a lot this week. We'll hit that. The Patriots Bills Monday night game. Can't wait for that. And there's some weather projected to be part of that game as well. We'll get to all the rest of week 13. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is Beck UL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sports. You can watch us live 24 7 on the Beck UL Network right here on the Odyssey app. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.